इहैवतैर्जित सर्गो ये साम्ये स्थित मन निर्दोषम ही समं ब्रह्म तस्मा ब्रह्मणी ते स्थिताद इह इज अ प्रोनाउन मीनिंग हियर एज इन चैप्टर फोर वर्स टू एव इज अ पार्टिकल गिविंग वर्बल एम्फसिस तई इज द प्लुरल इंस्ट्रूमेंटल फॉर्म ऑफ अ थर्ड पर्सन प्रोनाउन Jitaha is an adjective meaning conquered. Sargaha is the singular nominal form of a noun with a variety of meanings related to creation. In this verse it is best translated as rebirth. Yesham is the plural genitive form of a pronoun meaning who. Samye is the singular locative form of a noun meaning sameness or equanimity. Sthitam is the singular accusative form of a noun meaning station. Sthitaha in the second line is its plural nominal form. Manaha is the singular nominal form of a noun meaning mind. as in chapter 4 verse 10 nirdosham is the singular accusative form of an adjective meaning without fault he is a particle giving verbal emphasis samam is the singular accusative form of a noun meaning sameness brahma is commonly known as the name of a hindu deity but he is the deity responsible for all creation in the context of this verse it is appropriate to translate brahma as essential reality as in verse 6 brahmani is its singular locative form as i have said before in sanskrit the verb to be is often omitted and must be inferred There are two such cases in this verse because he means to say rebirth is conquered and essential reality is faultless. Tasmad is an ablative adverb meaning from that or therefore as in chapter 2 verse 68. Te is a plural third person pronoun. Reordering for English, we get the following anvaya. Sargaha iha eva jitahat taihi yesham manah sthitam samye samam brahma nirdosham hi tasmat te sthitaha brahmani Rebirth here indeed is conquered by them whose mind is stationed in equanimity the same essential reality is faultless indeed therefore they are stationed in essential reality in this verse krishna claims 
that those whose mind is stationed in equanimity, the wise ones from the previous verse who see the same essential reality in all beings without judgment, they are stationed in essential reality. Furthermore, rebirth is conquered by them. But this is not the reincarnation following death, commonly associated with Hinduism and Buddhism. It is rebirth here. We can interpret rebirth here in a couple of ways. First, during the natural course of life, the cells in our bodies are continuously dying off and being replaced by new ones. This might be considered the modern scientific understanding of biological rebirth. Krishna may be saying that equanimity allows us to continue with intention this biological rebirth for a long and healthy life. On the other hand, a mind whose equanimity is disturbed may make impulsive choices for short-term gratification. Such choices will lead to poor health, addiction, or even an early grave. Under this interpretation, conquest of rebirth here means understanding and influencing this biological rebirth to continue. Second, our minds often return obsessively to the same worry or the same event, especially if that event was traumatic or triggered anger or guilt. This might be considered a modern understanding of mental rebirth. Krishna may be saying that equanimity allows us to arrest obsessive thoughts. Under this interpretation, conquest of rebirth here means breaking the mental cycle to allow thoughts to evolve in productive and enriching directions. Thank you for subscribing to the 5-Minute Gita, narrated by Milind S. Pandit, with gratitude to my father and Sanskrit teacher, Dr. Sudhakar M. Pandit. If you found it educational or otherwise helpful, please recommend it to your friends. I recommend translations by Swami Gambhirananda or Swami Chinmayananda. The late Dr. Sundar Hattangari has also published Sandhi Vicheda and Anvaya, available online.